0: I think that I could read the Bible and come to the exact same interpretations as an atheist all the way through.
1: I feel like maybe not all the way through because I do think there's an aspect of when you're saved, you have an understanding because you know the nature and character of God and you're interpreting the Bible through the nature of the character of God and Him being loving. You interpret everything in Scripture through the love of God what's up everybody welcome back to the things you don't hear in church podcast my name is ethan
0: and my name is Derry. and
1: guys go check us out on all the social medias we're talking on instagram tiktok youtube for youtube shorts as well as this podcast mm. apple music spotify we hope we're in your spotify wrapped which actually we're recording it the day we got the spotify wrapped but mm. i'm realizing in this moment you won't be listening to this for like a month after yeah. we record it
0: but you can already be working on next year's spotify yeah. wrapped to be our number one listener. You can. You can. It's not too late. Listen, there we don't have that many listeners yet that it would be impossible. It's not like you're listening to Taylor Swift right now, right? Like, right. You could try your hardest. You're definitely not going to be number one. Maybe top 1%, but it would still be hard. You would be a real hardcore fan. For us, you just listen to every episode. You're probably going to be 1%.
1: You're in it. You're in and, it. And why would you not want to, one, hang out with us? Two, be edified for mm. about an hour, hour and a half on fun topics yeah. such as this
0: is the only place you can actually find truth we are the arbiters <laughs> and the holy spirit has given us the codes to scripture um and that is why you should listen to the podcast and
1: we know that because of today's episode yeah we're talking about that exact thing
0: guys something i want you to do right now i need you pause the episode after i'm done talking
1: well yeah, now yeah. they're not gonna know what to do That is <laughs> oh, so funny someone pauses the episode
0: <laughs> now what now what <laughs> I can just see like Jim Carrey or something just like i pause it <laughs> um, okay so I'm going in 30 seconds I'm gonna need you to pause this episode I'm gonna need you if you're on Spotify to hit the little share button and just send it to your mom right now and send it to your dad and then send it to all your friends because it's gonna be a good episode
1: and then say you definitely need this
0: you definitely yeah specifically <laughs> I thought about this when I started I thought about you when I started listening to this episode you don't even know what it's about yet but you might know what it's about from the title, Mm -hmm. but today we're talking about do well a couple different things, which I'm really excited about the different questions we're going to talk about, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. um, mainly the main question we want to get into, want to dive into unwrap is why doesn't the Holy spirit give everybody the same interpretation of scripture, right? If he Mm -hmm. did, we wouldn't have any denominations. We wouldn't have Catholics, Protestants, Orthodox, and then all the different like denominations inside of Protestantism. We wouldn't have those. We'd all just be one unified body of Christ, right? Wouldn't that be better? Like, couldn't the Holy Spirit do that? And isn't that the point of unity in the body, right? And
1: really, he did. It's called the Catholic Church. Right, yeah. We're <laughs> just rebels yeah. against that. Just kidding. We're not Catholic.
0: Yeah. The, honestly, this show, this name, the name of the show I just saw this is pretty offensive to Catholics. It's not, it's not offensive to Protestants because we're like, yeah, the church doesn't talk about stuff they need to talk about. But yeah. for the Catholic Church, that's like saying the things you don't hear in the
1: Bible. <laughs> you know what I mean? The things the Pope missed. yeah it's crazy
0: okay but we want to talk about why doesn't god the holy spirit give everybody the same interpretation yeah and to get into that topic we got to also talk about does do we need the holy spirit to first be able to interpret the bible correctly because those two things seem to be contradictory to each other right because if we need the holy spirit to interpret the bible yeah. Yeah. Then it would seem that the Holy Spirit wouldn't give a whole bunch of people a whole bunch of different interpretations. Because right? you could
1: question is the Holy Spirit lying to some people? Yes.
0: Yeah. And you you're like, wow, like, why is the Holy Spirit giving this denomination, this interpretation, and this denomination, this interpretation? One of them is hearing from demons. He that, likes to troll. Yeah. He just either kidding, is a giant. Sorry God, he's kidding. a troll and he likes to have fun, or like they're hearing from demons. You know what I mean? Like that those are kind of feel, the only two options I
1: don't, I don't know about the only two
0: what's the other option
1: church tradition denominational no, no, beliefs no, no 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 but
0: like if both if both are claiming to You're hear from the holy it's spirit the holy spirit or it's not and yeah, 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 if it's not yeah, yeah. the holy spirit then it's the yeah. enemy if both denominations a and b say we're getting our interpretation from the holy spirit right and that's how we're getting our interpretation uh-huh. and they come to different in conclusions uh-oh. uh-oh one of them's wrong You know what I mean?
1: Unless it it depends on what passage. Maybe there's multiple ways to interpret a passage. That's true. Yeah. Maybe. But
0: if they come to directly contradictory interpretations.
1: Like predestination and free will.
0: Yeah, for sure. It would be a problem, right? And I think we come to it from a tradition where we think people can have different interpretations and it's fine. But that comes from a presupposition where we think that we don't need the Holy Spirit to interpret the Bible. Mm-hmm. yeah but that's wait not, wait,
1: wait. Pre, uh, we don't need the holy spirit to interpret, to interpret the, bible? the bible yeah but that, to, uh, that's uh, what i want to get into yeah because we have yeah. to
0: establish is that true do we need the holy spirit to interpret the bible or do we not need him to interpret the bible yeah Be- because it's we very, get it yeah there's so much in, i want to say about it we, oh good we can say all of it because z- we we so this, this is, is, is our is, podcast this is the point <laughs> <That's laughs> of on the
1: show there's no rules. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. we make the rules.
0: All the things you want to say right now, you can actually say right now on the podcast. <laughs> <I'm>
1: just kidding. <laughs> I didn't say CK. I just you just said F. Maybe okay. I'm not editing. He's just, just
0: giving you the alphabet. Um,
1: you're to your kids. You're like, what
0: the? Heck? <laughs> yeah. So that's the first thing we kind of have to come to conclusions about because I was raised with the notion of like when I come to the scriptures, I want to pray. So the Holy Spirit can lead me to the correct interpretation. Right. And I'm going to read it with the Holy Spirit so he can reveal the truth to me. Yeah. Right. Because that's what the Bible says. I don't think that's true anymore Mm -hmm. for my own personal self. I think we do need the Holy Spirit and he's always inside of us and he can help us accept the things that the Bible says. That's my current interpretation. But I don't think we need him to gain some secret knowledge of what the text says that is not clear to everybody else. Yeah. That's we can, a we can, we can talk about it. That's we can a talk good about distinction. It. Um, so let's maybe go into some verses unless there's some things you want to say.
1: Yeah. Well, just when I think about like, do you need the Holy spirit to interpret the Bible? I would say if you are a Christian, you have the Holy spirit inside of you. Yes. And when you read the Bible, he is already working for it to make sense to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's aspects of in sect, first corinthians 12 or second corinthians where it talks about the spiritual gifts Mm -hmm. um it says some of these things are spiritually discerned the natural mind cannot understand them and that's Mm -hmm. specifically talking about the gift of tongues and prophecy and word of knowledge and all that stuff but i think if you extrapolate that out farther i think you could make a case that you need the holy spirit to understand the bible completely so you could because the spirit of god who organized and orchestrated the entire Bible is the same spirit inside of you. And he's going to have things resonate with you. It's going to make sense. You're going to have these clicking moments where we're like, Oh, that's what that means. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be orthodoxy, right? It's going to be like basic Christian doctrine, but yeah. it's going to bear witness with what the Holy spirit has revealed through the church through 2000 years. Um, but when you say, do we need the Holy spirit to interpret the scripture? I just want to, We probably want to talk about that a little bit because it can sound like you're you're saying you don't need God or removing God from the equation of Bible study, which is not what you're saying. Yeah, but it could sound like that, and so I think what we're trying to say is the the Bible, like the texts of the Bible, have been written in a way that can be understood. And you yeah, you don't there's yes. not secret information there yes. like you can pick it up read it and live a godly life based mm-hmm. on just the text There's not secret doctrine that you have to mm-hmm. like uncover and it's just you and God and, and it just goes against everything The church has believed mm-hmm. forever.
0: I think if you ask me what the role of the Holy Spirit is in the reading of Scripture I think I could sit down and read the Scripture and an atheist could sit down and read the Scripture and we can both come to the same interpretation based off of our knowledge and our study and all of that kind of stuff, right? Because I think the text says one thing, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, there's so many texts and you can uh, you can disagree on different interpretations, right? Yeah. Um, but for maybe something general, you can come to the same interpretation. You don't need the Holy Spirit to do that, right? What you need the Holy Spirit to do in you is to change your heart and help you accept what the text says and apply it to your life so that right. you can be sanctified. And what the, what the atheist isn't getting is that spirit testifying to the truth of what is said in the text mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. applying it to their lives actively. Okay. I don't think in my opinion that you need like that if an atheist and a Christian sat down to each next to each other reading the same passage, that the Christian would come to some secret knowledge based off of what the Holy spirit was revealing to them through the text that the atheist wouldn't come to. That's how we get cults. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like every Christian for all time is just going to continue to get random secret revelation when they're reading the text that apparently no one has ever gotten before right. has never been revealed. Right. right? This is where you I get don't... the
1: passion translation.
0: Exactly. And I don't think that's what the text is meaning when it mentions stuff like mystery or the mystery of the kingdom of heaven or the secrets that are to be revealed, all that kind of stuff. And we can right. talk about those verses, right. but right. that's my current interpretation of it.
1: Yeah. And what's really, yeah. And so I think you need the Holy Spirit in the sense that it will confirm or he will confirm the truths of god to you and convict you of sin you know because there when you, like there's people who read the bible without the holy spirit and no life change happens right mm. like atheists read the bible or and atheist scholars read the bible right they're really smart experts yep. in the bible but there's no life change when you have the holy spirit and you read the bible he convicts you of your sin and you repent mm. but yeah he and i, I think he can at he can teach you i i mean that's one of the verses i was going to bring up in john 16 13 it says when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth for mm. he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Yeah. So I think you can say the Holy Spirit as you're reading is teaching you about what you're reading hmm. and you're like, oh, that's what that means. Oh, okay. Like, and it was funny because I look at the notes in my margins of my Bibles in the past and I see can you like that verse on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. I see like one thing that I think about and I'm like, I think it means this. And then years later, I, after a lot more study, I'm like, oh, that's not what that means. But in the moment, I thought I was being led. And I think there's a progression of what it means to be led. In one moment, you think you have the truth, do a little bit of study and you come to find out, oh, that's not true. And I think that comes with maturity and understanding the Bible and the history of the Bible and learning how to read the Bible. And I think generally, I would say the Holy Spirit does lead people to the same conclusions generally. But it takes a lot of, Humility and leaning on the body of Christ to get there. Mm. But that's, that's a whole another thought we're, we can get to down the road.
0: Yeah. I don't know if this verse necessarily applies to the reading of scripture, though, because I think that for one, it's talking about the early church and talking about the spirit, like in the context of how it's going to be used for them specifically. Mm-hmm. Not that, like, there's gifts that cease or anything, right? Not in that context. I think we right. still have the spirit and it still leads us to truth and all those kind of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the Spirit can do that when in Bible reading, but I think it'd be dangerous to say that this verse, like, you you have to have the Holy Spirit to get the correct interpretation of Scripture. I don't think that that's mm-hmm. necessarily what the verse is saying itself.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would say the Holy Spirit is leading in the, in the correct interpretation in the sense that, yeah, I'm not going to read john three sixteen, and then an orthodox or catholic guy read john three sixteen, mm. and an atheist read john three sixteen. 16 all come to different conclusions yeah right like we're all going to arrive at it's pretty it's pretty plain what pretty it's clear. Saying. yeah yeah. what i think this is saying and like more in context with verse 12 it says I, like jesus says, says i still have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them and then he goes in the spirit will lead you in all truth yeah and he says he will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it to you yep and that thought fa- or all that the Father has has is mine. Therefore, I said He'll take what is mine and declare to you. And so, what I think this is getting at in the context—not obviously this is not about reading scripture. This mm-hmm. is about your lifestyle, but also—it kind of is, though. It kind of is, but kind of is, but because it's about the teaching of God. Yeah. But I think what where the Holy Spirit plays into the scripture reading in this paragraph is meaning that like you, the Holy Spirit will enable you to understand the truths of God revealed in scripture in such a way that you will be able to live a life glorifying to him where some people read the Bible and they see an angry God in the mm. old Testament. Who's like just causing genocide and the Christian sees that and he's like, that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much love in the old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because the Holy spirit's helping you understand the, the Holy spirit's helping you understand the old Testament. Mm. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I don't mind that interpretation um, what do you think about this? I don't know if this is exactly. Are we having a different interpretation live on live on, uh, on the live podcast. on the
1: episode about yeah. why we have different? interpretations. The Holy Spirit is leading
0: me, not you, right now. Um,
1: <laughs> well, uh, Leviticus says if you're bald, you're clean. So dang, it just means you don't have. A I'll shake my head and come
0: back. But um, I think, and just like off of reading it a couple of times, just this verse, and actually a lot of the ones in this context, Jesus is saying. You don't have scripture right now about what I've said, like the Mm -hmm. things I've said written down, right? Like we do now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What you have is me telling them to you, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to leave and you're not going to have my word anymore. The Holy Spirit is going to come and remind you of the things that I've said so that you can know. But now we have Mm -hmm. the words of God, like written down for us based off of the testimony and through the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think for sure the, the Holy Spirit's purpose in this time was was not just to do this, but was to remind them of the things that Jesus was doing, which is why he says, like what he says in this verse, right? Mm-hmm. That he's coming to continue to remind them of the things that Christ like has done and said. Now we yeah. know what Christ has done and said through scripture, and we're not getting new revelation of the things Christ has done and said. Like, right. Like it would be pretty weird if, if we were to believe someone that was like, I actually have a story about Jesus that that the Holy Spirit revealed to me that no one else knows. Yeah. Like, like, uh maybe not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like I was Pastor now but uh, maybe not. Maybe
1: not. Yeah, and to your point about the the Holy Spirit helping you remember, mm-hmm. that's exactly what he says in two chapters before this. Oh, cool. So in John fourteen twenty six, says, I just googled it. I don't. I don't have all this. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be really cool if I did. I've but, memorized
0: the entire Bible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Perfect. Yeah. So I think he's. Yeah, you will. Like he will... Rem- and I think that what that means for us right now is like you need to get the the Bible inside of you through yeah. reading. And then you'll be able to call back to memory those verses mm-hmm. through the Holy Spirit. And he might teach you... And like when, I, when when it says to teach you all things, there's been times where I'm preaching the gospel to someone on the street and I'm like sharing the, my faith. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of me sharing, I get this revelation. Absolutely. About, I'm like, holy crap, that's that's so cool. Absolutely, I didn't even think yeah. about how that worked. That's so amazing. Or like... um. Our friend Danny came up to, to me the other day and told me about how you guys were talking about... The 3,000. The 3,000, right? And I never I never saw that. And it's like, that might be one of those moments where I'm like, holy crap. The, whole, the Holy Spirit's like revealing yeah. things to me. It's like, oh, 3,000 died be, and, and with Moses and the 3,000... 302, yeah. What's that?
0: 302, the movie. Oh, 3,000.
1: Yeah, did I say 300? No, 3,000. Oh, 3,000. <laughs> the movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, so like he three, gave you a
0: revelation about making a second yeah, movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. This time, it's... 3, 000. Just added zero to every army yeah <laughs> um yeah so there's like three thousand taken away three thousand added it's a cool insight and it's also true mm-hmm. but that was like i was like oh i didn't know that so i think when he when he teaches you it's it's pretty based like mm-hmm. basic christian doctrine yeah that it becomes more understandable like mm-hmm. there's that worship song that says help us become more aware of your presence mm-hmm. i think it's like one of those type of things yeah where you're not getting a new truth. You're not getting a new presence of the lord mm-hmm. you're probably becoming more aware of things yeah. through the holy spirit's leading
0: i don't mind that at all as a spiritual application of this verse um, of the calling to remembrance because i think that i think in my opinion the point of it is for the early mm-hmm. church to be reminded of the things christ said because they don't have scripture of of like christ's scripture of course they have right. the, the torah and the old testament um, but they don't have things jesus has said written down necessarily <clears throat> we do right so the holy spirit is reminding them and now they've written everything down for us I think totally fine to make a spiritual application and say, we also have the Holy spirit and so the Holy spirit will also call to remembrance scripture that we've read, which Mm -hmm. is also Christ's words. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that'd be totally fine. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily think that means that we get the correct interpretation of scripture because we have the Holy spirit. Sure. Yeah. Or otherwise everyone would always come to the same interpretation. Right. Right. Yeah. So some of the verses I wanted to talk about really quick and I'll just just read a few of them. There's first Corinthians six through 14 and just to summarize it for you really quick so i don't worry the whole thing for you um paul's just like yo i'm not speaking about wisdom that's like for me like or this world but we're talking about mysteries here right revealed mm-hmm. through the spirit um and what like no eye has seen what no ear has heard yada yada right
1: we've got verses like that and then we have you'd say first corinthians 6.
0: Um. Mm, yes, First Corinthians two six through fourteen.
1: Oh, two. Uh, this sorry. About, I might have said First Corinthians. Six. This is talking about being joined to a prostitute. I was like, I don't <laughs> know. I'm That's reading. not.
0: Yeah, wisdom from the spirit is okay. the section. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that one, and then you have verses all over the place to talk about the mysteries, right? Mm-hmm. The mysteries of God being revealed. I'm um, just a few of them that I can mention. I'm on the Bible app right now. Ephesians three talks about it all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and the way it forms it is the mysteries hidden for ages Hmm. right so it says mysteries hidden for ages is how it references it a couple times and then you have the same thing formed in uh, colossians it says the mystery hidden for ages and generations but now revealed to his saints and this mystery is about jesus christ if you read the the context in colossians the mystery revealed for ages or hidden for ages now revealed to the saints is the mystery of Christ. Paul says that it's the thing that he's bringing to the Gentiles, right? The yeah. word of Christ. Isn't so it
1: like this, isn't the mystery, the fact that Gentiles are now included in the people of God and can be saved and not having to be Jews.
0: Yeah. You could just say it's the, the mystery of the gospel in general. Like yeah. that. You could totally say that's part of it for sure. Um, I think all of this is kind of culminated in Mark four 11, which I have to go to cause I'm not at it right away here. Embarrassing. On the Bible app. Well, I have like ten different verses. Hey, bro. Pulled you up. Just
1: take the L man. It's all right. <laughs> Mark 411.
0: 411, yeah, and there. And this is the verse that I would always go to when I was a kid to think about like the Holy Spirit giving me the correct interpretation of things, mm-hmm. right? I think this is all linked together with like the mystery,
1: right? So I just read the verse. <laughs> I'm just yeah. thinking about a teenager like heck yeah. You can read it. It says, and he said to them. To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. Mm. But for those outside, everything is in parables.
0: Yeah. So like these disciples who have the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Like that are, and I guess you could argue, they don't have the Holy Spirit yet because of Pentecost. Pentecost. Um, I think they're saved, right? Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is the one who reveals this truth that the mystery of the kingdom of God to them, mm-hmm. right? The mystery of Jesus's words. And, What's really confusing is that those who are not inside don't have that revelation. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this was pretty strong evidence for me when I was a kid saying like, yeah, like people outside don't understand. And people inside do Are understand. people
1: outside, like anyone outside your denomination or is it no, two, no, non no, Christians, not Christians. Oh, okay.
0: Right. Okay. No, non-Christians like aren't able to understand uh, the Bible basically because like the Holy Spirit is, is, is the one that helps you interpret the Bible, which is not mm-hmm. something I believe anymore. I think that I could read the Bible and come to the exact same interpretations as an atheist all the way through.
1: I feel like maybe not all the way through because I do think there's an aspect of when you're saved, you have an understanding because you know the nature and character of God and you're interpreting the Bible through the nature of character of God and him being loving. You interpret everything in Scripture through the love of God. And so an atheist might read the Bible and come to a conclusion that's like this God is Evil. He's basically holding you a gunpoint, saying, "Believe in me and love me or die." Mm-hmm. That's not very loving. How can that happen? But the Christian looks at the Bible and it's like, "Oh my gosh! Like this is the love of God. This is beautiful. This is precious. It's not mm-hmm. that he's holding a gun to me. It's that I was going full. I was driving pedal to metal off a mm-hmm. cliff, and he ripped my foot off the gas pedal and pulled the e brake. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: And so the Holy Spirit helps you embrace or understand understand. Or not understand. I would he, say. He, I think he, he helps you embrace it because i think an atheist could also understand that and just think that it's crazy and terrible. And so i guess in a way it's understanding, but i think really it's less an understanding and more of an embracing and like an acceptance of like what the text says. Well i
1: feel like you it, i would think that understanding leads to the embracing because once you understand that god is purely love and and is like deeply moved to save humanity and you're like oh now i can love it, it like but without that looking through it that lens if you're just mm-hmm. like an atheist just reading it on the plain text you're like i mean maybe i've never actually i've never met an atheist who read the entire bible all the way through and mm. had a conversation with them it'd be interesting i'm like did you read the entire I mean, bible talked to
0: terry at pizza night that's true terry was about a ton. that's true yeah
1: i think he's just a little bit hard yeah for sure. He, <laughs> yeah but yeah he's he's really knowledgeable
0: yeah i think that and i know lots of atheists who totally understand that fact that god is like totally love and like He knows the motivations for like why he does all the things he does. They just don't believe in him, right? For they have other philosophical or textual reasons why they don't believe in him. Yeah. And I don't think we necessarily need the Holy Spirit to come to those conclusions. I think when we're looking at these verses in context, and I didn't get this for myself. I got this from Michael Heiser. I think that the mystery that's hidden for ages is about Jesus, right? I think that it was hidden because he didn't want the enemy to know what he was going to do when he came. Right. That's why Mm -hmm. the prophecies are always kind of vague. Right. Mm -hmm. And they could always be applied in like this way or that way. It's why the Jews have a hard time believing. You know what I mean? Because like if the enemy just knew Jesus was going to come and die for our sins, there's no way he's killing him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so the mystery hidden for ages that the Bible talks about that has now been revealed to the saints. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is the mystery of Jesus Christ and all the prophecies that were about him, it was all hidden. And then it came to pass, the Jews didn't see it because it was hidden, right? Mm -hmm. But all the prophecies were there about what he was going to do. They thought he was going to come as like a ruling king. And he came as a lowly servant, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so all of this was hidden. And I think that's the context of all, all of like these things is that like, it's the gospel and it was hidden and now it's been revealed and now we know it and we can understand it through scripture. Right. Yeah. I think there is something interesting we can look into with the, the Mark passage of the Holy spirit, helping them
1: understand the parables and stuff like that. Well, it's funny. Cause I don't think they, he said it, he said to you, it's been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, it's a parable. Mm. And then he said, and he said to them, do you not understand this parable? <laughs> how and do they, you, they don't understand. He's like, how then will you understand all the parables? Yep. <laughs> So they need
0: God to help them understand it, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And and Jesus like went through with them, okay. Here's Mm -hmm. let me and and so it's like, I guess for them, yeah. I think
0: I think the secret of the
1: kingdom of God is the Holy Spirit, but Jesus was the one. Well, to you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, Mm. but for those outside, everything's in parables, and so but. To, to I them, know. You think the gi- secret of the kingdom of God is the Holy Spirit? Is the-
0: Jesus and the Holy Spirit, yeah. And he's the one helping them understand the parables. To everybody else, it seems like it's foolishness, but because they have Jesus who's giving them the parables and mm. helping them understand it, because he's the one who explains it to them when they don't understand. They've been given the gift of the Holy of, of Jesus and then the Holy Spirit, helping them understand. Mm. I think for us now, because we have Jesus' words, we do not need jesus to help us to explain it to us or the holy spirit to reveal new revelation of what it means right i think that that was for the early church to understand what it meant and i think for us we have what scripture says and we know how it's been interpreted and of course we can we can debate over the interpretations Mm -hmm. but i think it's just a much clearer way of how to why there are divisions in the church today over different interpretations and why we don't all have the same interpretation because like these things were revealed to the early church they had christ to explain them and they have the holy spirit to remind them yeah and then mm-hmm. and now we just have the scriptures for us right we still for sure have the holy spirit who yeah. helps us yeah and i think could help us interpret at times too but i don't think that's the main purpose of the holy spirit to give us the correct interpretation
1: not the main purpose i think like i said earlier i think when you read the bible as a christian you can't get away from the fact that the holy spirit is leading you through the bible reading because 100%. he's inside of you yeah 100 like your desire to follow God is the Holy Spirit inside of you. You know, Philippians says that it's him it, it, at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Meaning mm-hmm. God sent his spirit inside of you. That spirit motivates you to want to please him. And then he gives you the power to please him. Mm-hmm. So it's all the Holy Spirit, right? It's like the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. You're just, you're just long for the ride, you know? And so when you were reading the Bible, I think that if you come with that lens as well, like, okay, the Holy Spirit is leading me. God wants me to understand this. God desires that I obey his teaching. So he's going to give me wisdom on what this look, what this means. Mm -hmm. I think you can say that the Holy spirit's leading an interpretation in that sense, but I don't think someone who comes to a wacky conclusion that's completely unorthodox, like uh, Joseph Smith or something like that Mm -hmm. could with integrity say, Oh, the Holy spirit led me. I'm like, "Mm." Mm. if you disagree with, all of church history on things like no, I don't think you did. But the problem but, is,
0: even when you say all of church history, like almost every church father disagrees with another church father about most things.
1: Most tr- or some? Most. Because I feel like church history most, is really messy. Yeah, but the most core doctrines mm. we always pretty much land on, like Jesus is the only way to salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, you works validate your faith, and
0: as argued about a lot, but yeah, yeah. there's a, a lot of I mean, a lot of early church fathers. From the little bit that I've read, took James's side and thought there was a, an exact like difference between what mm-hmm. James and Paul said, and and some people landed I mean, more well, on the Paul not, side.
1: You don't get a scenes or Gnosticism where your people are like yeah. mutilating the flesh because they want the spirit to be edified. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. there's a mutual understanding, and and like basically the whole the reason I would think if someone said, hey, how come the Holy Spirit's leading people in different understandings or different things, mm-hmm. I would say, well. I think in the main the most important things the holy spirit's leading everyone to the same conclusions that i don't think that's true well like what because i'm thinking like jesus christ is lord and oh for
0: main doctrines yeah yeah okay Uh like
1: main main doctrines
0: but why would he lead for main doctrines and not for like secondary or tertiary right
1: right i think a reason could be That the Holy Spirit wants us, as the body, to wrestle with the text, to grow in intimacy with the Lord, and ideally, if we did it well with each other, Mm -hmm. where if you if you look at a text and you're like, okay, I don't understand this. Oh, this is what I think it is, and then you read a text like this is what I think it is, and we talk about it back and forth, and then a third person comes, well, this is what I think it is. We can all discuss together and figure it out, and, and learn and grow together. And I think if we did that with humility. And if we did it well, it could promote a lot of unity in the body of Christ. And it's mm-hmm. not that God is, is deceiving us like, oh, God told you this and God told me that and God told this person that and they're all, only two of them are wrong and one of them's right or they're all wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it's that God wants us to be unified and have intimacy with the body of Christ. So maybe he's just not revealing the entirety of the thing. Maybe he's revealing bits and pieces. So we're like even more intrigued and more intrigued and more intrigued and growing closer together. If we were to do it well.
0: Hmm. I don't think that that's true, <laughs> but I mean, it could be. Mm, no, that's what <laughs> you said. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> no, meh. Nah. Uh, I mean, I just don't think that the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to give us the interpretation of any part of scripture. Hmm. Like, I think it's the purpose of the Holy Spirit to help us accept the things that scripture plainly says, especially the, like, especially the gospel, like of anything that you would need to know in scripture, And have the Holy Spirit affirm in you. I think the the gospel is like the least of those things because it's like the Scripture says it's plain to even children, like Mm -hmm. what Jesus has done for us, Mm -hmm. right? And like the words of this text. And so, like what Jesus has done and like how He's done it is like the easiest part to understand.
1: You -hmm. know what I mean? Maybe hard to maybe
0: hard to accept, yeah, but pretty easy to understand for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and maybe we're asking kind of not the wrong question, but. A semi-wrong question where we're asking why does the Holy Spirit give people different conclusions and rather that automatically and like puts the blame on the Holy Spirit maybe we could ask why excuse me why do people arrive at different conclusions and that's another conversation where it's like well you have your cultural background you have your denominational background you have the time and place you were born you have but if they have the Holy Spirit
0: they should come to the same interpretation
1: Well, yes, but I'm saying like people could come to this different conclusions because they're looking at scripture through that lens and the Holy Spirit is at work with everybody to take them all on a journey to greater truth. And I don't think it's the Holy Spirit's as interested in giving you the right interpretation immediately as he is more interested in teaching you how to continue to learn through him. Like when I was 18, I read this verse through the Bible that when I was 18, and I was a year one Christian, I would have told you this is what it means. This is truth. Like, Mm -hmm. I was so confident I wrote it down the margins, and it said that they will kill you and think they're doing a service to God. And Mm -hmm. I wrote, this is how biblically illiterate I was. This, I said, Islam. Nice. wasn't until I was, like, 23, and I was reading over that same part and, like, in the same Bible, because I'm sure I read it, but in a different Bible. yeah. And I had learned about history of the world and the history of Islam. And I read that in context and I was like, okay, no, this is actually talking about Jews because the Jews actually killed the Christians Mm -hmm. and like Paul did for a little bit. we don't know if he killed anyone, but dragged him to court. And like, this is talking about Jews and we know it's not about Islam because this Islam didn't exist for like five or 400 years after Mm -hmm. this event happened. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, yeah, I think about 400 years after that event happened. So, it's clear it's like okay clearly it wasn't about islam i thought when i was 18 it was but the holy spirit wasn't as concerned with correcting that in the moment because he knows that we're going to be on this long journey and it's kind of like when a kid like folds their bed or makes their bed wrong Mm -hmm. now neither of us are parents but Mm -hmm. it's like if you're I've heard parenting strategies like you don't discourage the kid from, if they make their bed wrong, it's got some wrinkles, you're not like, no, 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 you gotta make a flight, you gotta do this, because it discourages them from continuing to want to do it, because they don't feel like they're doing a good job. Hmm. But if you celebrate the little work they did, they are like, yay, and then they get better and better and better, and ultimately, hmm. they learn how to make their bed better. Yeah, And so it's one of those things where it's like, maybe the Holy Spirit was like, I'm not going to tell him that's not Muslims. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll get there. And I want him to grow and win mm-hmm. wisdom and maturity and understanding. And I got there. You know, how many yeah. other things will we get there and at the end of our life we will enter into glory? And obviously, when we're in heaven, we'll come to the right conclusions. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if, if the Holy Spirit withholds some of that because he wants us to grow in pursuit of him.
0: Mm. I think he withholds all of it because he wants us to, like, mm-hmm. pursue growth. Um, and pursue him like in understanding the scripture and i just don't think that that's the purpose of the spirit like even if you just look at the history of how long people have had the bible right Mm -hmm. 400 years maybe right yeah the people that the the average like lay person has that access to the bible shout out
1: martin luther for real
0: yeah for real for real uh (laughs) you did some really weird stuff and you didn't like some people that you should have liked but but uh, shout out for doing but great that. job for the Reformation.
1: Who got the printing? You know, the printing press was invented by Christians, I think.
0: Everything was pretty much invented like, by Christians.
1: You got newspapers because Christians are like we need to print the Bible.
0: Yeah, pretty cool, um, amazing. But yeah, like then the Holy Spirit just had like no purpose for like 1,600 years, right?
1: I uh, see. I see what you are saying.
0: Like that. Well, main... the,
1: yeah, the, the main purpose of the Holy Spirit is not. He doesn't exist solely to interpret scripture
0: Yeah, for the Christians that were going to church and hearing like the word of God, the Holy spirit I think was there to help them hear and understand for their lives and accept the things that are in scripture. Right? Cause I think scripture is plain. I think if it's not, that's where you get into problems where you have cults and different denominations. that don't think other people are Christians because they don't have the correct interpretation. Because when you say the Holy spirit is going to give me the correct interpretation, and That means that everything that this one person like understands about the text or I understand or whatever is going to always be right. And if you have a different interpretation than me, you're not saved or you don't have the Holy Spirit. And it just snowballs really fast into being a cult or being really legalistic mm-hmm. um, and really exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. And I just think there's a problem with that. I don't see the evidence for the Holy Spirit giving people the correct interpretation. I think exactly what you said is true like the best spiritual interpretation of all these things is that God wants us to love us love him with our minds and we can do that and we're so blessed to have scripture and all of the backgrounds and all the commentaries um, and everything that we have all the scholars to help us understand the context of the Bible and how it's been interpreted that we have all of those things we have great pastors great communities that can work with us to understand the interpretation of only, of scripture, right? Mm -hmm. That's why I think an atheist can come to the same interpretation based off of the data that I can about a specific instance in the text, and then is the Holy Spirit's job to help me accept and apply those things in my life, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because otherwise you get into really dangerous territory of culty things.
1: Yeah, who's right.
0: Right, exactly. And I've had friends come out of cults and they struggle so hard with just that fact. They're like, I thought I had the Holy Spirit And apparently the Holy Spirit doesn't help people interpret the Bible. And I'm so confused about if the Bible is even true anymore because Mm – I thought I had the one and only correct interpretation because I have the Holy Spirit. And now I, because they would totally to use those passages in Mark, uh, four eleven to be like, see the disciples, they had the spirit and they needed the spirit and they needed Christ to be able to interpret the parables. And everybody outside who didn't have the Holy Spirit couldn't interpret them, couldn't understand them. And so that's why all of these other Christians around you say that you're crazy because they don't have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. So you're able to interpret the Bible correctly. Mm. They can't. That's why they're saying you're crazy. And yeah. it's just like manipulative. You yeah. Know that's I mean? pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I don't think that that's the case. Now, Holy Spirit can do whatever Holy Spirit wants to do, right? Mm -hmm. If he wants to give you interpretation of something, totally can do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just don't think that's like the main purpose of the Holy Spirit within the text. Yeah. Like you you inviting the Holy Spirit to help you with the text. I don't think that's the main thing he'll do. I think he'll help you accept and bring conviction about the things you read about what Jesus has done. For sure. Or Old Testament. For sure. Right?
1: Yeah makes sense to me yeah well guys um thank come, you yeah what? come back yeah, next week what? Uh, the, come back yeah. next week
0: to see if <laughs> donating to a sperm bank is biblical and if you can do it
1: going to a sperm bank donating
0: to a sperm bank <laughs> is biblical <laughs> can you as a christian donate eggs or sperm to a bank to help people who can't who don't have viable
1: i think eggs you could wait it's the
0: next episode don't give no, it away house. We're not talking about it. We're talking about, well, if we're talking about it now. We might as well talk about it next time. We're not talking about it next time. We could, though. That's not
1: the next episode. <laughs> but it could be the next episode. You might have to send a com- to donate sperm, so don't do that. Unless it's not your conviction, then you can. That's not... That we're going to get into. <laughs> that is a, a theme of what we're going to you know, get into. The next episode, nice. It's a conviction reference not the sperm. <laughs>
0: it's up to you. That's all I'm going to say. It's up to you.
1: We are the arbiters of all truth. Girls can, guys can't. Why can't in your opinion? How does a man get sperm?
0: You can surgically remove it.
1: Now if <laughs> you're messed up. <laughs> also, I
0: looked it up the other day because we were talking about it in the in the house with some people and men, I guess how much you get paid for one sample
1: we sh- maybe we talk about off air, but just guess our I'm, guy I'm our, our, our guy
0: listeners are like the audience how know. much i'll tell you for the girls too in a second <laughs> okay guess how much for guys
1: uh for one sample
0: mm-hmm. not like a costco but just like, like a sample Ugh. in general Ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting um i don't know over 100
0: it's like 30 to 100 dollars
1: Depending on the quality you want.
0: But it's like, at the same time, I understand because it's like so readily available. Like why you wouldn't get that much money for it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like they might use this to get a kid. Yeah. And so in the same thing, it's like, I feel like I'm owed more than $30. Yeah, dude,
1: this is. Like bro, if I'm
0: bringing a kid into the world. Give me child support. Yeah. <laughs> but women get uh, 5 to 10K, I think. But that makes sense. They have a finite oh, number of eggs. That's true. Yeah. They're more valuable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about this more in depth next time.